Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Hi, my friend. Welcome back to episode 87 of the Elevate Her podcast. I hope you have had an amazing week and I want to help you just elevate your week and help you just think of things from a different lens and perspective. And the things I'm going to share today are, you know, things that I've also learned and picked up in my journey in the last, I would say, two to three years, because for a very long time, and you've probably heard me share this story before, in my 11 year career span, a lot of the times I thought that my career advancement was in other people's hands. It was in the hands of the HR policy, my boss, whether he liked me or not, whether there were promotions, and all the other stories that we get told, really. There's so many stories that we get told in our corporate journeys, in our jobs, or there's a certain budget, and all these things are true, but I have seen over and over again exceptions being made. In my journey, in my team members' journey, especially with team members that are just so critical, we can't afford to lose them. And I want you to tap into that energy because I think the energy that is going and flowing around right now is that of there's a recession coming up, the economic conditions are not doing well, so everyone should just stay put. I've literally heard someone tell someone else that stay put, don't look for another job. And my friend who was sharing her story is so frustrated in her place of work. And obviously, I I probably should have said something in that moment. But if you are going to be a victim to the recession, to the economic conditions, you're not truly leading in your career. And that's the question that I'm asking you today. Are you leading or are you following? Are you really leading? And here are some of the signs that you may not be leading in your career. Right. And sometimes these are things that we don't always want to admit, but I am in your corner, right? I want to see the best. I want to see the best in your career. I want you to achieve the highest level of whatever it is you want. And sometimes it actually does. Not sometimes. It will require you to look at yourself in the mirror and be very honest with yourself because true leadership right? The leadership that you want to achieve that next level senior position will only come if you are leading yourself. 
if you are applying the same principles of the leadership that's required at that level in your own career, in your own life. So here are some of the things I see women doing that sometimes it looks very or sounds very innocent and sounds like the right thing to do, but this is these are the signs that you're actually not leading. And these are some of the reasons why women get overlooked for promotions over and over again, or their colleague gets that promotion and maybe their colleague works less than them or, you know, has put in less hours or maybe has even brought in less revenue than they have, right? If you're in a revenue generating role. So doing what you've always been good at doing in your role is a sign that you are not leading. Ladies, for you to be able to attract those leadership opportunities, you need to stretch. You need to expand into that level. And expansion requires you to do things that are outside your comfort zone. So ask yourself, look at your diary, look at your schedule. Is there anything in your schedule that shows that you are doing things that are outside your comfort zone, that you are expanding, that you are stretching yourself? Because that leadership role that you're looking for, that you want, will require you to make tough decisions, will require you to do things that are currently not in your responsibility package, are currently not within your pay grade. And that's the next flag, red flag or sign that you're not leading in your career. You've heard that phrase, oh, this is above my pay grade. I am not touching this. Actually, I want you to dabble into those things because that's how you prepare yourself mentally and get into that headspace of being at that next level. How are you going to know how to deal with difficult decisions and situations if you don't practice it now? And I know it sounds like the right thing to do because maybe you're thinking this is risky or my boss should handle this. But yeah, your boss is ultimately responsible, but how can you contribute towards the solution? Instead of just saying, oh, this is above my pay grade and, you know, just taking your hands off of it, how can you contribute? Give your thoughts. The decision obviously might not be yours, but weigh in, right? Weigh in. That's how you start to set foot in that room that gives you that seat at the leadership table. The third red flag is being content only with the responsibilities you've been given. Now, this is a trap I fell under as well, because I thought if I was ticking the box, doing all the things, surely I was performing, right? So many times your leader is not going to give you the A to Z of what they expect you to be doing all day long, especially if you have a leader who is not a micromanager, which I think all of us would love to have. It actually comes with more responsibility on your part because you're going to have to step up hugely, majorly, and you're going to have to think outside the box on how you can be more innovative, how you can step up and be a more effective team leader on what else you can do. And I'm not saying go and burn yourself out, but I'm just saying just being content and doing only what you have been asked to do is not a sign that you are leading. Is That's just a follower. That's just someone who gets told what to do and does it. How are you going to lead? How are you going to lead a big team? We need, like I said in the first point, we need to expand into that leader now before we get that title, before we get that promotion. Another red flag, red flag number four, wearing the busy badge at work. I am always busy. There's never time for this, blah, blah, blah. 
everyone, ladies, is busy. But where are you creating white space in your schedule? Where are you creating thinking time? Because if you're just busy doing, 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 when are you thinking about whether what you're doing is effective, whether you need to be doing something else, whether your team needs to be doing something else, whether there are other opportunities out there? And I know I used to feel so guilty when I heard this concept of white space and thinking time. I used to feel guilty because it felt like I was doing nothing. But this is what leaders do. This is what embodiment is about. It's about thinking, talking, walking, acting, behaving, making decisions like that next level self now. And thinking space, thinking time is how you develop into that strategic leader. It is not by doing more and doing all the things. That is why you'll hear, and maybe you've received this comment that, oh, you're very operational, but you're not strategic enough. Create that thinking time, create that white space, that time in your calendar, in your schedule to just think and be thoughtful around what you're doing. And it's going to be uncomfortable at first because there might be no output from it. And people who are strategic, people who are those big, big vision, big picture kind of thinkers are more comfortable towards this. But people who are more operational driven or results driven or very much executioners, is it executioners or yeah, people who executors, people like me, I'm an executor. It's not always comfortable doing that kind of work, but it is required. It is required for that expansion and that embodiment of the next level version of yourself. The last red flag I want to talk about in this episode is hoping that your boss will give you a chance this time round. Ladies, we are done waiting, hoping, praying, all the things. Action is where it is at. That is how we create the results we want. Not by hoping and waiting and believing that someone out there will finally see that we deserve to have that space, that seat at the table. We need to create these opportunities for ourselves. And it starts with having that thinking time, with having that white space, with having time to work on your career, on your leadership journey. What is your game plan? What is your strategy? And how are you operationalizing your own career? I'm not talking about your companies, your own career strategy. How are you putting it in place? How are you reviewing your milestones on a weekly basis? Because no one will give you a KPI from, for that. You need to take full responsibility for that. And that is how you start to attract what you need to create those results. Those are the laws of the universe at play. Taking responsibility, having a plan, taking action. And that's how you start to operationalize. I'm using such big words in today's episode. That is how you start to put into work the law of attraction. And I want to leave you with this last point because this is the work that I'm doing currently. And I've just recently hired a coach who is helping me in embodiment and my energy and just creating, expanding into the person who is making big moves, who is having big results, who is earning the kind of money I want to be earning. You have to be at the wavelength of that person right now. And it starts with that embodiment and thinking about how would it feel? How would you make decisions if you were a director, if you were a head of department, if you had the C-suite 
position right now? How would you make decisions? How would you show up? How would you dress? If that isn't aligned to what you are doing now or who you are being now, that is where you need to focus your time on, your career work on, right? Don't spend all your time doing, 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 because if you're not embodying who you need to be, you're definitely not going to be doing the things that you need to be doing to move the needle forward. So I hope this has inspired you. I hope you are feeling empowered to take full leadership and responsibility. That is what is required for us to attract what we need for those next level results. All right, ladies, make it a fantastic rest of the week. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.